0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Commodore 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Let me have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes,
1: and as I often tell my mother whenever I cast a crossing Grip, MADE IT MA! TOP OF THE STACK!
0: Screamy gee, getting caught up on Meta traffic <laughs> with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T's frailed constitution prevented him from enjoying his trip on the Weatherlight. Well, Those, those air currents sure. always get you, man. You never expect them. Thank you for tuning into your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. We are excited to be nominated uh, for Emmy Make sure you go vote If for I life. may. Um,
1: so as you all may know, the uh, votes were tallied. The nominations were set. And uh, you know, I I want to take this time just to remind everyone that um, even though we're not on the list, we are always watching. We are many. And you motherfuckers out there are about to ruin this record.
0: About
1: to f- ruin, anyways, um, I think it's gonna be a really exciting, uh, a real exciting cast next year. You know, I think that we're we, we, even though we didn't quite
0: get the nominations we we're hoping to this year, you know, there's always next year, <sighs> ruin. We're going to start off the top of the cast ladies, and latest in Carnage that ensued with 45. <laughs> My story is very short. What, um. You know, I thought Mr. Magoo was my friend. thought he was a swell pal. <laughs> thought he was great. It was Mr. Magoo, The Godfather, Ryan showed up, played some games, uh, and of course, myself. Uh, I was playing my Karametra, Angel Elf deck. No clue what Ryan and The Godfather were playing because it didn't matter. And then uh, Mr. Magoo is playing Jaleva. Big Tuck. Memory serves correct. What is the one card Mr. Magoo gets every time he plays Jaleva? Uh, I would believe that would be the Bulk Mythic Rare Army of the Damned. Uh, That would be correct, Sir (laughs) Dingy's He got that on his first Jaleva Enter the Battlefield. No way! And he played it so cool he didn't tell anyone about it. He just looked at his (laughs) cards, slid it under Jaleva, and moved on. Uh, Scumbag. So he casts that, gets 13-2-2 tap zombies. I'm like, ooh, that sucks. I mean... I should be fine. And I got yeah. two, three creatures. Everyone has two, three creatures. Uh, you can't spread, you can't, he, he can't spread it out. You can't. You can't spread it out. Any. You can't spread it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I play Beast of Burden, and if you guys aren't familiar with that, it's an artifact creature that sets its power and toughness to equal to the total number of creatures on the battlefield. Right. So yeah. All star in Metro. Mr. Magoo says, "Mr. Combo, <laughs> I'm sorry." And also, Big Tuck, what is the other card Mister Mugu gets almost every game in this Jaleva deck? Uh, I believe that is the what I would I think a lot of
1: people in the community refer to as unplayable in any format. Fiery six?
0: Phythesis, <laughs> Phythesis. Thank you, Phythesis. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are not familiar, it's a sorcery that says destroy target creature, and its owner takes damage equal to its power plus its toughness. I oh, it's bo- taking... oh I, I always misread that. It's both? Yes. And so I ended up taking 46 damage. And, oh, I forgot to mention, guys. Uh, I had not taken a single point of damage the entire game. It was round it was like turn eight or nine. I had 40 <laughs> life. And he killed me in one BS thing. And you know what sucks, f- Big Tuck? I had an answer in hand, but I spent all my mana because uh mr magoo ended up having uh, and it's eluding me right now he had a creature that we were all like we have to deal with it before our next turn it wasn't thraxamunder wasn't anything like that it was just a it was a very troublesome creature or permanent mm-hmm. that he had and so it was just like i had the swords to plow shares and i was gonna use oh. it but i was able to con the godfather into doing it for me so i was like cool, nice i'll spend Excellent. all my mana do this if I had just kept one wide open, I would have just gained 23 life instead of taking 46. I mean, I it shocks me still to this day, twofold. Mr. Regu actually coming out and playing magic,
1: which I believe he did precisely three times in the three years that I lived in Kansas City. So I'm gonna remember that. Uh, but second, he still has been playing
0: quote unquote this long, and he still has three decks. That's it, <laughs> or maybe two even. To his credit, he has played more than three times in three years. Um, COVID, though, he did say he didn't have a webcam set up, and so once mm. we were starting to play in real life consistently, then he would try to come almost every week. Uh, which, to his credit, I mean, he really has, other than when he's gone out of town or Mother's Day. So Her- heresy, uh, heresy. I still, I still feel bad. So there you go. All right, Squeamy Gee, any games you want to talk about? well uh not not really sure where squee is that's, a, that's I know it's awesome. like well I feel like're we're, we're missing but we're on a timetable so we're gonna have sh- to go on the show Hopefully must he go shows on up for what's the plane chase uh Big tuck do you have any games you want to talk about
1: I I don't um but I have been uh I have been doing some bad things uh I have since discovered the power that marketing Ross had harbored in eBay. And have since been picking up cards left right and center uh singles only but no sealed products including but not limited to my first oxide extortionist and here's why it's dangerous is because when you order through tcg you and i both kind of like we had to wait till we hit that like high dollar mark right like i'm not gonna order from here unless it's two three hundred dollars right and it's gonna be for a variety of decks but for me it's like well I think this card on the reserve list is kind of interesting. Maybe I'll pick one up. Well, I've always wanted a dark side extortionist. Maybe I'll pick one up. So instead of doing $300 in one go, I'm doing
0: $700 in drifts and drabs. Do you see the value? Do you see where this is coming from? But why, um, why, do, why does eBay matter? Are you getting them cheaper than you can off TCG player? You, you can get them cheaper and it's just
1: easier just to do them one at a time and their shipping usually is much faster. So it's easy to do it through the app just to be like I want a dark side extortionist for 30, 43 um and also i have been able to save some money off like the make a bid function of being like okay let's say this card's price is 15 dollars. they're selling it for 14 i might try to get it for 12 and then when you factor in shipping and everything else you're better than doing it through tcg player um the other big news mr combo i'm not sure if i told you this uh i am finally after many many years of running him my beautiful beautiful baby pope I'm finally gonna dismantle Doretti. Oh <gasps> no! I am. I am. I'm finally dismantling him and the Boros deck that I hate to build a super hopefully oh, build good. Ah uh, no, no 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 yeah! Build your Boros. Gone. That was an easy decision. Doretti, easy decision. I'm gonna make that new golem Arumai or whatever that deck oh, to be built yeah, in the, the, in the it attacks it deals damage yes. to how many tapped artifacts you have exactly so i'm going to combine my two forces there and build a boros deck that hopefully i'll actually enjoy playing who do, well who i can does? tell you
0: the goad has that deck and really laps yeah really okay yeah.
1: i saw it on the uh, the adults only uh youtube channel scg games and it did the exact same thing it was pretty backbreaking. so anyways that's all i have to say about that ah! Congratulations to Paul Heminghaus. You are the main monthly giveaway winner. Make sure to reach out to CMD Tower or at Mr. Comma number
0: five on Twitter to claim your prize. Congratulations. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life at a Dash. Now, to care what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? Yes, and welcome back to another installment of our much-beloved
1: Deck Therapy Series. For this bit, we take a user-submitted deck from our Discord Deck Therapy channel. I recommend three cards to add. One that is a windmill slam dunk, or in the parlance of the show, greasy. One that may have some synergies, but might need a few reps to keep it in the deck, which we would call slimy. And then finally, one that is way out there, but still fits the theme of the deck in one way or another. We call those sweaty cards, because boy you're perspiring without further ado <laughs> lean back in our leather sofa and the therapy is in session today we are talking about the lovely racketing mosses mono blue big boy deck led by thrix the sudden storm uh which he had this to say about and also big ups to moss for the detailed description in the tapped out link that he sent out Ooh. The goal is to take advantage of Thrix's ability to make our big spells cost less and be uncounterable. There are a few ways to win here. Be faced with giants, leviathans, sphinxes, krakens, and flying sharks. Oh my. Uh, his alliteration, not mine. Shave off life totals through drawing cards from Psychosis Crawler. Use a hefty card draw package to thin your deck into a Lab Man, a Lab Jace, or Thass's Oracle win. And his preferred th- strat is to use extra turn spells while Thrix is out to make them cheaper and impossible to counter. Guaranteeing you extra rounds of combat and chances to dig through the deck. So Mr. Combo, why don't you read through the title card Thrax, the Sudden
0: Storm. Thrix, excuse me, the Sun Storm. Thrix, the Sudden Storm, three colorless blue blue, coming to a deck therapy near you. <laughs> it's a legendary creature elemental giant and it's rare coming in at a four or five with flash which is basically instant flying and the cool text of spells you cast with converted mana cost five or greater cost one less to cast and can't be countered coming to a beyond death near you all these new i like i'm liking all these new bits we got going here um also
1: just quick note we don't usually talk about this but uh mr moss is usually one of the closer to budget players that we play with this what? deck is almost i this deck is almost eight nine hundred dollars depending on where you get the card so anyway um just surprising to see from him so i i have played against this deck irl mr combo have you ever seen this deck
0: out in the wild yep, and what are your I thoughts about it uh, I think I only got to play it once, Okay. and uh, he ended up winning because I honestly, uh, and I think that's what goes to this deck's advantage, is you look at the face card and it's like, okay, you're in mono blue, we already hate you, uh, <laughs> but it's just this generic spells five or greater cost one less to cast and can't be countered. It's like, well, that could be good, but it's like... I don't know, only one less? It's not like you're eating that much of a discount. So right, it's just basically exactly. like Commander kind of just says, you know, spells you cast that have CMC5 or later can't be countered, and I'm not really that scared of that. So I definitely had this mindset of, I'm sure you're doing big, splashy, dump stuff, but I think it's just that big, splashy, dump stuff, not really game-winning or game-warping, and uh, right, Rocky right. Moss uh, or Marketing Ross. And this actually was at the Drinkathon, I believe, is when I saw this deck. Uh, he did that oh, only nice. the game. At the end, by going infinite, and I was like, "Oh, no way, really? All right." He figured yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. Drew the whole deck, Ladman for the win. Nice.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of helped him build this a long time ago, and I you think it's really monster. interesting. Um, I know, right? It's how how it works. I bring in new players like single Aeron, and then they just turn into complete degenerates, um, which is shocking because I'm not one at all. However, uh, I think this is, I think this is actually a really. Interesting blue shell, right? We've talked a lot of before about how like, once you kind of get into mono colors, you're kind of getting limited in your options of how to build. And I kind of like this one as something that is kind of a mix of the, that spell slinger and also those big impactful spells you're gonna see all the time. Um, that being said, I think that there, and again, this is not the goal. of This thing is not to cut or add; it's just to bring up some recommendations. So, for me, there seemed like there were some pretty solid ones that we might be able to get into. Um, before we continue along, Squeed, do you have any any thoughts on the deck?
0: God, I'm like. I mean, must I be in I the bathroom. He said I knew he, said he I knew. He said he had some Chipotle, and he might have to go hit the oh, yeah. uh, lavatory. But uh, he must be—he's doing a crux of fate in there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Respect. Well, I'll start this off with my greasy or slam
1: dunk pick. Um, I think that the title that he put down about Tsunami Titan is a little misleading because I think this deck wants you to think that there's a lot of Kraken and Sea Serpents and that sort of thing. In reality, there's like four, <laughs> which is fine. So when I was first looking into this, I thought about doing some like Kraken specific strategies and then kind of side against it. But there's a partner commander. Out of Commander Legends that I thought would be a really great inclusion. So, Brenlin, the moon Mooncracken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not going to bro- not
0: not work. Yeah, <laughs> can't.
1: Nice. Pulling it back. My mouth is all sorts of weirded out today. I don't know what the problem is. I haven't been drinking paste like Mr. Combo, so I don't Mental really have an excuse. To Uh, Yeah, that's facts. Um, So I think it's actually Lin, the Moon Kraken. Six colorless and double blue for legendary creature Kraken. When it enters the battlefield or whenever you cast a spell with mana value six or greater, you may return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand and as partner, which doesn't matter. And it's a six eight for about 10 cents. So for me, I think this really fits into the theme of the deck, right? You're going to only be casting spells like this that matter. Um, I think it's I think this card would suck if it was like tap target creature or you know a, a, a creatures your opponents get and get minus one minus one or something like that but the fact that it's any non-land permanent you're likely yeah. going to be able to trigger this in the late game like once or twice um, a turn potentially right depending on how your mana works out and the fact that it's a six eight beater on its own seems to me like it's kind of that sweet spot of solid ability solid body solid casting cost with the
0: reduction seems like it does everything this deck wants to do now shocked to see it wasn't in there yeah, so I'll say this. I'm shocked to see it's not in there off the way that uh, Rocketing Moss describes the deck. Yes. The way the deck yes. actually is, it makes sense why it's not in there. because The deck <laughs> is not big sea creatures bashing face in the red zone. You're a liar. Your deck is to draw cards, take extra turns to draw more cards. Um, so I, I do like it. I do think it's a good greasy pick for you or slam dunk. Purely does this actually pushes the deck towards what maybe the original intention was. Yes, right. And and similar in scope like we've talked about, sometimes you
1: build a deck with good intentions and then it just spirals out of control and becomes a complete nightmare. So for me, it seemed like that was an easy pick. So Mr. Combo, your first pick, what is your slam dunk slash greasy pick for this deck?
0: So uh, as as the uh, OG listeners of Deck Therapy know, we have morphed our, what we call the criteria. Uh, I still call this as the card you have to buy today. Buy it today, buy it now, get on the eBay and do it. Why isn't Lithoform Engine in this deck? It doesn't make any sense. Four colorless, legendary, artifact, mythic. Uh, it has three activated abilities. For two colorless, tap, copy target activated or triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. I really don't think that's... Anything that you'll ever use here are the ones that you will use every single time three colorless tap copy target instant or sorcery spell you control you may choose new targets for the copy well. When I look at your deck and you have things like Amanatu's Augury or Beacon of Tomorrows or Expropriate, my personal favorite, (laughs) I think for three mana, it's okay to copy those. And if you kind of do that next level brain thinking, it's really only two mana because you got a one mana reduction off the commander. You're getting that copy that can't be countered. And I would venture that most people are going to play this deck, not keeping up counter magic, knowing the fact that your commander can counter whatever they do. Right, so right, right. right. You don't have so much a counter spell threat, you're probably going to have more the instant speed removal threat on your board. So... And- the to to that point Mr. Combo as well
1: where it's like a lot of times you need to keep up counter magic to counterspell the things that are going to counter expropriate right or something along those lines so it, it's really play this is even though it's a uh blue deck it really is more of like a sorcery speed
0: deck in that mm-hmm. regard as well right yeah completely agree and so the fact that they're probably not going to keep up counter magic for you because they're, they're going to keep up removal, means that, that most oh, likely that right. quick activation is just going to go through. the right, smart right. player would be able to counter that. But then doesn't it feel bad to waste your counter spell on a copy when the original <laughs> going to happen? Uh, so I think Lithoform Engine, and it's only coming in at like $11, I think makes this deck extremely more gross. And the last one, not to skip over it, is four colorless tap. Copy target permanent spell and make a copy of it. Well. You got om- Omniscience in here, have a second one. Rhystic Study, have a second yeah. one. Shark Typhoon, have a second one. Or, of course, the Big Daddy stuff, like Consecrated Sphinx, an extra Laboratory Maniac, Sphinx of the Second Sun. Psychosis uh,
1: Crawler would be a great yeah. to have another one for
0: four mana, right? Yeah, Because you only have three or four legendary creatures in the deck out of the 18. So you don't even have to worry about is that, you know, am I only gonna be able to do it on my enchantments or my artifacts? I mean, you legitimately have 21, 31, 33, 34 targets that you, no, 33 targets, You can't do the Jace, uh, not running oh, right, right, right. lands. So I think it's splashy. I think it's a prime target for removal. So that kind of takes the ire away yeah. from your other stuff that do your strategy. And uh, $11 usually doesn't upgrade a deck tenfold and i think this kind of does. Agreed. I I in previous casts have said i don't like this
1: card and i still don't, but for all the same things that you said, i think it does fit into this kind of like big burner, big splashy stuff. Solid inclusion. Uh
0: so let's go on to our second picks, which some would call slimy others or would call... others say you should maybe get this card in the next, i don't know, 3 to 6 months yes and this one luckily uh it's a good thing you waited on it because it is
1: now dirt cheap and it's not it's not quite a paradox engine paradox for me but i was also upset when this got reprinted so i think walk the aeons is a pretty strong card in here so walk the aeons is four colorless double blue buy back sack three islands you may sacrifice three islands in addition to any other costs. as you cast a spell if you do put this card into your hand as it resolves target player takes an extra turn after this one so for me, the uh, the reason why the reason why this is like kind of a slimy pick is because he already has like all the staples of the extra turns in here, the expropriates, the temporal masteries, and what have you. So from the way I look at though, he has let's take a peek here twenty eight snow colored islands because he forked out for an exoplanet lens. Good for you, Ross, I guess. Um, but for me, this is like the game. This is like a card you hold on till like the last few rounds of the game where like you're going to be able to cast this for time warp mana, sack three lands, attack for all your stuff, next turn, do it again, when you have that sort of like flux of mana, and in worst case, you just cast it for six and draw a card, right? So that's for me where it's like, I think these time, these extra time spells are all kind of variations of the same thing, where they'll have ups and downs, but for me, the thing that's exciting about this one is, you're going to be able to stack this up, and it doesn't exile itself, right? So you're going to be able to do this if you have something cast from your graveyard and now it's gone from a whole ten dollars when i bought it cold hard cash to two so again it depends on how you want to play it i think this might be something that might be interesting to be in the deck for a little bit
0: yeah i think the biggest thing that would scare me is you know he would have to have the planar lens out with enough because yeah. the sack three islands that's a steep cost it's a lot um, i was yeah. just thinking in my head like you know how do you make that work and it's like you'd have to have land tax so you have to be in an azorius and then you have to splash <laughs> green to have exploration <laughs> and then it's like okay i'm only losing one <laughs> land per turn yeah uh, like, still uh,
1: exploration <laughs> Crucible, throw an exploration, crucible worlds, room net excavator, and then you're off to the race. Yeah, there we go, <laughs> then you're good. Uh it's just infinite turns. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a great point. I agree. It is steep, and that's why for me it's like sub out for another counter, for another extra turn spell, and if you realize yeah. you never cast it, then you know maybe it's not the time to do it. That's fair. All right, Mr. Combo, your try it out card, or if you will, sweaty. Sorry, uh, or you this in the
0: next three to six months. Uh because you're casting a lot of instants and sorceries, you have a bunch. And this doesn't really go with your strategy, but sometimes, and I think this is relevant because the game that you were playing with us, you were if we had been paying attention, you would have been screwed, because we just would have killed you. So I think <laughs> adding in metallurgic summoning. Oh, help make a bunch of blockers for not a ton. And it's, it's not a card you got to get now, but I think it's still a good card. So, metallurgic summoning's, uh very very cheap. It's three colorless blue blue. It's an enchantment. It's a mythic. Um it says whenever you cast an incident or sorcery, create an XX colorless construct artifact creature token where X is that spell's converted mana cost, and then you can do three colorless blue blue exile it uh return an instant or sorcery or all its sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this if you only have six or more artifacts. So I look at it on one front, you're casting your big dumb splashy stuff, you're making big dumb splashy tokens for blockers, or if you want to the red zone you can but that's just craziness Uh, the second effect is relevant because sometimes you accidentally burned your other stuff or because you're playing me alter the brood milled it out let me just exile this enchantment i'm gonna get all my instant sorceries back i got my mana reduction maybe i have omniscience on the battlefield and i just play 11 extra turn spells in a row and i pretty much win the game uh, right so there, there's a lot you can do with this card it's not a get it today but i think the more you play it and if you start seeing like man i probably cast 10 11 instant sorceries each game i think it's worth putting it in
1: I I completely agree and especially when you think about this card also costing four instead of five even though it's like a trivial amount that I think that's big getting this down the turn before you have your big blowout right and um you see this in a lot of decks that care about instant sorceries a lot of decks that care about artifacts that sort of thing and I I mean when you're casting there's there's kind of two sides that argument Mr. Combo and I think you hit it on the on the head where it's like if you're casting three spells a turn that all cost two to draw that's one thing right. You have three one ones. If you're casting sure. one spell a turn, that's eight. Now you have an yeah. eight eight person. That's a that's an immediate threat in this deck, right? So i yeah. I think that's a very I, I almost think that's a slam dunk, greasy pick. To be honest with you, it's really good.
0: <laughs> and it looks like you can get them for like a dollar, dollar fifty. So this is one they, even uh, rocketing moss that you could literally go do your uh, eBay buy, and it's like up. Oh, it doesn't work throw it in the binder yeah and honestly i think some of, i think one of the pre-cons came with this so if you got the prism yes pre-con, yeah. i believe that's already in there so there you go correct and and then there that's also why the price because this was
1: like a ten dollar card almost and now it's 85 cents a buck wow. solid pickup solid mythic prayer great mr Combo. look at you slam dunk uh all right so i'm about to get i'm about to get weird all right <laughs> i'm about to get weird uh this is this is this is a sweaty one. I am I'm, I'm perspiring right now just thinking about it. Right, so let's talk about cards that have the biggest CMC that could also potentially have the biggest CMC reduction. Right, you got your Dracos, Dracos of the world.
0: Okay. No, yes,
1: we're talking, yes, we're talking about the Dracos of the world. But this one, I honestly think. You're gonna you have to pay the popper for this one because this card isn't cheap anymore for some reason. But I think Emrakul, the promised end, actually might have a moment this
0: time. 13-gold for a legendary creature Eldrazi that's a 13-13. This, this is not a friendly card, right? no
1: i absolutely not no but anyway, but as to be fair mr combo you have made mention that this this only looks like a friendly deck in reality it is not it is anything That's but fair. correct so That's fair. uh <laughs> the spell costs one last to cast for each card among card types in your graveyard when you cast a spell you gain control of a target opponent during the next player's turn after that turn that player takes an extra turn flying trample protection for instance so here's the thing right this card, I agree, it's already a dumb card, right? It doesn't need to exist. Um, and I think you can get it down to when I ran this as my commander and tried to force this, which was terrible. I think I got it down to six or seven, which is just completely bonkers considering the ability uh, that are on it, right? However, if you look at the, if you look at some of the the sorceries, the lands that you have, it, it, incidentally, by accident. Ross has, or I'm sorry, Moss has quite a few cards that he's going to be able to put into his graveyard, right? Like, we're looking at um, Ominous Seas that someone's going to blow up at some point. We're talking about uh, the counter spells of the World. We're talking about some artifacts that could get blown up. We're even talking about cards like Mirrored Landscape that are going to come to the graveyard. So... I think that it's not beyond the shadow of a doubt that you would be able to cast this card maybe on like turn six for seven mana with the reduction. Then you just do this you do the same thing, the go, the friendly play, right? And you know, try to make it seem like you're not a thing, but then you just have this big beater. Is this gonna work every time? Decidedly not. Is this gonna be a dead t- dead card directly in your hand? Most games, I it's not, yeah, it's 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 within the shadow of a doubt, right? If we were doing a jury, right, it, 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 this does have guilt to it. But I think if you're trying to get something weird, if you have one lying around, which I'm 90% sure
0: you don't, this would be a fun card to actually see out into the wild. Uh, this is dripping in sweat, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the deck other than it's a spell with five c It's huge, it's a,
1: it's, a, it's, a huge, it's a huge spell.
0: Uh, marketing ross i do not support this please do not introduce (laughs) another quote unquote friendly card into this play group i may lose my shit Fair enough. <laughs> I I can't I can't I can't argue. Moving on to the last one. This yes. is my fun card, sweaty card, whatever, because it actually this one actually does work with your deck. But how dare I, you? <laughs> I've been really hard, or sorry, my alternate universe self at Bruised and Builds has been really hard on cards that rely on what's in your opponent's graveyards based on a type or a thing, because you just don't ever know if there's gonna be a good target. Traditionally, you do hate those. Those are those are always the ones that you say get cut. Yeah, but this one, I think because of its CMC, with your reduction, it would only cost five. The card's only 30 cents, so it wouldn't cost you a lot money-wise to try it out. And oh. I think with the spells that you have in your in your deck already would make this card worth it. So can I, spell I guess twine Damn uh, it! Oh, you didn't let me guess. It was <laughs> spell twine. That's totally
1: what I was going to guess.
0: <laughs> Five colorless blue sorcery. It's a rare. Uh, it's been in a myriad of sets. Uh, Exile target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard and target instant or sorcery card from an opponent's graveyard. Copy those cards, cast the copies if able without paying their mana costs. Exile Spelltwine. So you're only going to get it one shot, but getting Expropriate Bait back once and in theory for three less is pretty darn good. And then even if your opponent has a Kadama's Reach or... A Crozen uh, grip or something like that. You know, you may not get an extra turn, big splashy dumb thing, but you still may get something. And but considering your deck doesn't even want to live in the red zone, you may just <laughs> grab an extra turn spell and then a board wipe, and right. just go that route. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So um, I, I think this is what I don't know if it fits this deck perfectly, but I think it's worth exploring.
1: I agree, and I think I think you the big point that you brought up, Mr. Combo is. I could see it being like, okay, I know I can I know I can cast Thrix turn 5, maybe turn 4, right? But after that, I'm kind of at a loss. I'm short on mana, I'm short on draw, I'm short on tutors or something like that. So being able to go Thrix into this card the turn after, you're going to get you're, there's going to be something to do with it, right? Now, mm-hmm. to your point, I agree with you where <laughs> what you can do with it is not entirely your choice but i think there's a guitar so yes i agree this this one's a little a little sweaty not near as wet as mine uh, I'll, I'll give you i'll give you that but i think this is i think this is a good card i think it's a little overlooked and again we've talked about it before on this on this cast you're going to spend 30 cents on this
0: you're going to find a deck that's going to have room for this in some way shape or form yep I totally agree. But uh, yeah, I I think that's everything on it. The one thing I wanted to say, Tuck, before you wrap it up is uh, the deck's interesting. Um, now that I know what it does or what it's supposed to do, I'll be interested to play it again because I think my mindset will be completely 180. Um, and so uh, Marketing Ross, Gross, I think you either A, you'll have to become an honest person about this deck, or B, you keep telling everyone it's all big serpent creatures and fat boys. And then when you play it, they see that you're just a lab man deck in disguise, and then they become your enemy <laughs> for the rest of your life. It's, it, you know, it's your world, uh, your multiverse. You choose how you want to live in it.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I played this. I must have played this. I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't recognize like a quarter of the cards in this deck because when I played it, it was just all krakens and all sea serpents. So clearly, there's been some changes. But you know, I, I think it's a cute deck. I think it's well built. I think it's got well intentions to it. Um, if not well win con. So, anyways, thank you very much for uh, spending some time on the recliner here with the. Uh, deck therapists and hope you have a lovely rest of your day and remember your mother is probably the front of all your problems i'm gonna pass back to mr combo
0: well that's gonna wrap up what's the plane chase now in that last segment squeed dives into those creative juices with the weather welcome back to the
1: light report coming to you live
0: Ah, this is the CRA, the Cryptolith Right Association or Army. <laughs> I mess up all the bits and they're all staying in. I have killed the one named Squee McGee and I shall take over the Weatherlight Report. <laughs> but because this is the Cryptolith Right Army, we will adhere to the legends that see not day or night but this budget thing people speak of shall be no more or listen uh i'm not gonna, i heard some knocking at the door
1: and i'm currently in handcuffs so squee i cannot help you they finally
0: found me so today we're gonna be talking about the reserve list and expensive and jake so I'd love everyone to go look up Livonia Salone, very much the daughter of Sylvester Stallone. So if you're curious how to spell that, L-I-V yes, as in Liv Taylor, uh, Onya as in Tonya, uh, that is a space, and then Silicon without the I and the C. Oh. $90! <laughs> this card's coming at a cool 90 bucks uh, and it is two colorless, red, red, green, green. Legendary oh creature, human warrior. It is an uncommon oh. and it is a four, four. And it has first strike, and the more common, it's in every deck, Legendary walk. <laughs> you've, you've, you've seen it a million times. <laughs> so when you look this up on EDH Rec, oh I believe there are seven total decks to its name. <laughs> uh, and you could tell it, the whole theme of the deck is figure out a way to give your opponents Legendary Lands, and then juice up Livonia Stallone, as I'm gonna start calling her, and then just go in for big uh, stupid damage so uh chuck Uh, before i talk about the cards that i'd be recommending what do you think uh, of lavonia stallone (laughs) now um if let's say hypothetically
1: i'm talking about a man that doesn't have a rocket cannon or if you will a goblin jar belcher Thank you. I was going to do Belcher or the one that's like the, it shoots. Yes. So, so right now I'm speaking as a man who doesn't have a rocket cannon or char, a char Belcher to the back of his head, right? Let's just play this game, right? Let's just, let's make sure this is happening. Um, I like the artwork quite a bit. It's from Richard Kane Ferguson. Uh, I also think that this is actually a very interesting ability. Now, do I think it's super relevant before? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I think this is a super relevant ability, uh, both of them in the uh, commander format. So I would love to hear what kind of cards are going to make to make this gruel Thank you. landmaster.
0: Uh, uh, the Cryptolith uh, right army does appreciate your honesty. Um, yes, Heil Cryptolith. And uh, because of course today we found out that a Gaias Cradle Herbore got printed, so that's a legendary land. It's very relevant for today's conversation. Oh, facts, yeah, it's gonna be all over the place, right, guys? So I mean, um, yes. The, the the first card we're gonna have for this gruel over expensive deck. Yes, there are copies of this card you can get for twenty seven cents, or you could get the original from Legends at fourteen dollars. Gauntlets of Chaos. So five colorless uh-huh. artifact rare. You could pay five colorless, sack the gauntlets of chaos, exchange control of target artifact, creature, or land and opponent controls, and a permanent you control, if they share one of those types, destroy all auras attached to those permanents. So basically, the whole theme of the deck is you're running as many legendary lanes as you can, very similar to the alternate world podcast person builds, where Big Tuck talked about his, uh, uh, Kethys the Hidden Hand. Kethis the Hidden Hand deck where you had all the legendary lands in there. You're gonna be doing the same thing, but Gauntlets of Chaos allows you to take a basic land from one of your opponents and give them a legendary land to grant you your legendary land walk. Uh, so here's here's the super tech that I think actually
1: kind of works with this. Like first off, uh, I'm not being held at gunpoint to say this, fantastic pick, <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Uh, the, best tr- the best trick in the book would be, I'm gonna give you my Urborg and I'll take your swamp. Because you can run Urborg in this deck.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That's a right? Well, oh, the next god. card is even more incredible, and we're going to the next level with rules. So, this oh card, oh, god. cheapest copy, you get tw- or sorry, the most expensive copy, you can get to $12. It's an enchantment. One of my uh, personal frenemies, Song of the Dryads. Oh. Two colorless green, enchantment aura, rare, enchant permanent. Enchanted permanent is a colorless forest land. So the way that levels work in magic, if you put this on someone's commander, it is a legendary colorless forest <laughs> land, therefore granting you legendary landlock. Boom. I look. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: i i hate this card i don't like it it should be 20 50 whatever it is um but yes i do respect this uh, i do respect the bits um and again it's not like some sort of cry for help like there's people in my house right now so just i i just want to say i just i like it but yes that's a very cute interaction
0: <laughs> All right, on to card number three. Uh, this is a card I saw printed. The cheapest copy and gets fifty nine cents, but you get the promo for two eighty nine. What? It does have a itty bitty bubble cap. <gasps> We're talking about harmless offering. Oh. That would be two colorless red sorcery rare target opponent gains <laughs> control of target permanent you control Hey, you know that legendary land you don't need give it on over to someone else That's that's it's all right. No, that, Cara- that caracas. You can't run the deck because it's legal. Oh, wait. No uh
1: There's one like shivin Re- shivin gorge. That'd be a perfect target for this <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, wow. I'm sure there's some crappy legendary land out there <laughs> give it on over you don't need it even if it's a good one wouldn't you wouldn't you rather give them one mana and you hit them for 11 command it seems fair it, it tracks you know like i i can't i can't
1: argue with this um i think the best part about this card is in the in the picture it's a little baby bubble cat but he's got a snake butt tail and also the owner's covered in bandages which is how i pretty much live oh yeah oh wait have you never seen that before no Oh yeah, it's it's horribly disturbing. And then he's that's why he's got the thumb with the the bandage on it. And I did not uh, pick up on that, Mr. Combo. How many times have we met when I was living in old KC that I showed up with a band-aid on my hand and you asked me what happened? I was like, ah,
0: the bubs. Yeah, uh, every time I saw you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the last card I have. This is one. The text not that spicy. Uh, Copy is going to be around the dollar fifty mark, so it is on the cheaper side. And you just have. I hope that your opponents are stupid. Uh, Tempt with (sighs) discovery so three oh, green yes, of sorcery tempting offers search your library for a land card, put it on the battlefield each opponent may do the same thing and for each of them that did that you get to do it again then everyone shuffles the library that searched uh typically this is a card that people play saying well perfect situation i'm getting four of any land i want which is usually gaius cradles urborgs dual lands all the ball coffers yes deck. sir yep um and then, you know, worst case is I'm the only one who searches. And I, I honestly think you can look at it that same way in this deck to where it's like, well, I'm going to go get a legendary land that I may or may not be giving away. You Ooh. don't know. Do you want to go search? And then if you do, are you going to purposely choose basic lands just so I can't hit you with my commander? And then I'll still get the best lands? Because, I mean, imagine how much better this card would be oh. if for every your opponents can only go get basics and then for each of them that search the way you gotta land the card would probably be a 10 20 card at that point because it is way overpowered but that's essentially with your commander that's what it does uh mr combo i think you uh you hit the nail on the head here because that
1: stupid yavi maya cradle of growth is gonna be popping up all over the place and people are gonna be salivating for it so uh yeah i guess you're just gonna have to eat that one love it uh also quick uh, tip for those playing the home game: When someone gives you the temp discovery, the answer is I will pass every time. I don't care if you're the first or the third; you are
0: not taking them up on it because you will rue to regret it. I don't know if you're the third and the other two people have taken it. You might. Yeah, well. actually,
1: yeah, you're probably you're probably you're probably in the clear there. All right,
0: that's fair. Don't don't live on your high horse. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna wrap up the weatherlight report. Uh, I guess I send it back to me cause squeeze dead. And thanks for staying with us. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your new team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmd tower. With reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. And of course, check out our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. You can buy playmatch, you can buy our tokens, our sleeves, everything on there. Also, don't forget about our Patreon referral program. If you're a current patron, a.k.a. part of the collective, and you get one of your friends or someone you know to join, have them message us on Patreon, and we'll be sure to send you some free swag. You can communicate directly with your news team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Commodore 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at BigTuckTweeting, and unfortunately, dear Squee, R.I.P.